Welcome to the Scripture Thought blog and podcast where we take scripture and we apply it to our lives through music, scripture, and other avenues. Come along with us. Well, hello, my friends. It's been some time since I've been with you, so I hope that your Christmas and your New Year celebration were fantastic and enjoyable. I hope that no matter uh, what walk of life you are in, you were able to enjoy the love and support of those around you. So, as we have now begun this new year, I wanted to let you in on my thought process with these writing endeavors that I have been in. As you know, I've been picking up small writing projects here and there, little articles occasionally, but it does not always feel like what I'm writing um, is making any sort of an impact or a difference in the world around me. I've gotten a few words of encouragement from perfect strangers even, uh, that what I'm doing and what I'm writing is meaningful and makes a difference. And so that's been truly rewarding to know. I just feel like that so much more of me needs to be doing something. Like I feel like there's so much more for me to be doing. I just have no idea how to find out what it is or even where to look really. So my heart is not necessarily always in the things that I write. Um, Don't get me wrong, I do love writing the articles that I write and having the opportunity to do those and getting paid to write stuff about movies and TV. Well, let's be honest, it's pretty cool. No question about it. But my heart yearns for more. And that is why I come here to you. I began this blog and all the different aspects of it because my heart desires to use words to make a difference in the world, to apply what I've experienced and been through in such a way that maybe someone might read it or hear it and feel encouraged. With my uh, Theology of a Song series that I put together and still plan on doing uh, into this new year, it was a marriage of several things that I really enjoy, uh, music, research, and emotionally driven words. And as I was writing each of those, um, I realized that I was writing them just as much for myself as for anyone reading them. My, my heart has always been comforted and brought peace through music. God has, I truly believe, spoken to me through music on many occasions. In putting the thought and prayer and research and study into those pieces, my heart would come alive and feel excited and rejuvenated through that writing. And then, when I decided to start recording uh, my blogs on this podcast as well, the intention behind that was to be authentic and honest. It's one thing to write pretty words and hide behind a keyboard or a pen. It's another thing entirely to be vulnerable and open and honest, allowing my voice to be heard. It's not as easy to hide sadness and pain and lack of purpose in our voices. So I chose to be real and allow my voice to be heard so that I couldn't have the chance to hide behind anything. I chose to make it impossible to be anything but authentic and real. It's not always been easy. Each week as I would follow up with a blog and a podcast to serve as a companion to the theology of a song, I was often struggling with what to say, how to say it, and what it would mean to say it. There were a lot of times when I did not really want to do it. 
I didn't think anything I had to say was important or worth hearing. But my heart knew that I have been called to use the gifts and talents God has given me, few as they may be, to be some sort of light to the world. And so, I use my words. So all that to preface um, me saying that I guess this is going to be a hybrid uh, sort of post, both a song theology and a follow-up all in one fell swoop, give or take. I say that because, well, to be honest, I heard a song just the other day. It's a song that I've heard at least a dozen times before, but one that seemed to hit me harder this particular time than it had before. It was a song by Casting Crowns. I know, they're amazing. Uh, and the song was called Desert Road. I believe it's a fairly new song, maybe, and copyright laws be darned. I'm going to mention some of the lyrics specifically, uh, so don't sue me, please. I'm unemployed. <laughs> um, so in this particular song, they're speaking of how uncertain life can feel like a horrifically daunting desert road. In the middle of nowhere, with no discernible direction ahead, this song opens with a few lines that hit real close to home. The song starts by saying, I don't want this pain to be my story. I don't want this desert road. Are you sure this is the plan you have for me? How often are these questions that we have for God and his plan in our lives? How often do we encounter something that doesn't seem to make sense or simply something we just don't like and question if God really knows what he's doing? as if we know better than he does, the creator of the universe. The song goes into the chorus with the horrifically terrifying statement of faith. I don't know where this is going, but I know who holds my hand. It's not the path I would have chosen, but I'll follow you to the end. Lord, as long as I am breathing, I will make your glory known, even if it means I'm walking on this desert road. I mean, come on, that is such an alarming faith. I have such a hard time even just imagining what that would be like to be in a season of pain and uncertainty and just trust that God is going to take care of everything. It's like David in the many struggles he encountered. Psalm 13, David talks about how he feels forgotten by God, that God has hidden his face from David and that his enemy is triumphing over him in all ways but he says that he still trusted in God's mercy and rejoiced in his salvation. In Psalm 63, David talks about how desperately he longs for Jesus. He talks about how even though there will be those who seek to harm him and bring him down, he will forever praise the name of Jesus and praise and honor him all his life. In Psalm 121, David is discouraged and feeling helpless, and even so, he acknowledges that God made the heavens and the earth and that his grace and mercy will sustain him no matter what may come. And then finally, Psalm 71, David talks about how everyone is against him and despite that, he looks at God as his refuge and strength. I say this because going back to that song, that is where I feel that I am right now. I feel like I'm currently wandering along a desert road, no landmarks to point the way, and no understanding of any real destination that I'm supposed to be aiming for. I know there's more to life than just a job, but having just a job 
always provided so much structure and that helped me feel like I at least had direction. Even if it wasn't necessarily the direction my heart was supposed to be clinging to, at least I had an understanding of what my direction was in that moment. I desperately want to have the faith that is exuded from the chorus of that song. I want to feel that even though this isn't the path that I would have chosen for myself, that I can and will be confident in wherever it takes me to the very end. But I can't hide it, and I choose to not hide it. I'm horrified a lot of the time right now. This season, while I know it is teaching me something important about relying solely on God in my life, it's absolutely terrifying. Most of the time, anyway. I'm horrified at the thought of what could happen if I don't find work. I'm horrified the longer I don't have work because I know that with each passing day, the prospect of getting a job gets smaller and smaller as gaps in unemployment, uh, gaps in an employment are incredibly frowned upon. I'm horrified that people will look at me with shame and disappointment like I'm nothing but a failure. I'm horrified that I'm not going to be able to take care of the family that God gave me. I'm horrified that I'm going to fall into a deep and dark pit of depression and be unable to escape the fears and anxieties of hating myself for failing myself and my family. But this is the road that I'm on, and it's a difficult road. Maybe not everyone would have the same struggle I am on this road, but God designed me in such a way that this struggle is deeply personal and cuts directly to the issues I have in my internal being. And because of that, then, this particular struggle is very hard on me. I get lost in my thoughts, and they take me on very sad and painful journeys where I see myself as so pathetic and so worthless, and I hate it. It's that that I'm terrified of. But again, this is the road that I'm on, and there must be something or someone on this road that I need to encounter. I would have never picked this for myself or my family, but I know that there's a reason for me to be here and going through this struggle and these emotions. You see, there was another man, probably a whole lot more than just one, who was placed on a desert road with no real direction other than go that way. And he had an encounter that has been spoken of for thousands of years. In the New Testament, in the book of Acts, Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, was at the height of his career, if you will. Had just been healing and spreading the gospel. And one day he was told by an angel of the Lord, simply, go south to the desert road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. That's Acts 8. 26. No other instruction or direction other than that. And I'm sure that after healing and doing the works and wonders of Jesus, he likely felt that this was a very odd and mundane request. But his faithful heart followed, despite the fact that it held absolutely zero certainty. And as the story goes, though, Philip encountered an Ethiopian and was able to preach the gospel to him and ultimately baptized the man and welcomed him into the family of Christ. This was all because, despite having it all together, being at the top of his game, he was led to a desert road to walk alone for a time, so that he could be used to bring glory to God, the God who sent him. Philip had no idea why God would send an angel to place him on the path of a desert road leading to nowhere he had in mind to be traveling. But he obeyed, and a life was changed. 
and the world has forever been witness to it. Now all that to say, yes, I'm terrified of whatever could come on this journey I'm on. But I'm doing my best to embrace the truth and reality that Jesus has me exactly where I'm supposed to be. I will never lie and say that I am not scared. If you were to ask me on any given day how I'm feeling, I'll likely tell you that I'm tired, which is pretty common, but also I've had issues losing sleep over the anxiety of this. Um, I'll also likely tell you that we're not starving, which we aren't. And I have to remind myself of that daily so that those fears don't sink in. But I'll likely also tell you that we're okay. I'm not where I would like to be, but my life, our lives, my family, they could be so much worse, and they aren't. And that is entirely because God is gracious and good and cares for his sheep. So, all that to say, this is a new year, and my desire is to do my best to dive into the passions that God has intentionally given me to try and make waves in the world. I don't want to ever be known as the guy who lost it all when he lost his job. I want to be the guy who found everything when he lost his job so that people can see that there is more to life, more to me, than just job security and money and certainty in life. I believe Casting Crowns, again, said it best in another one of their songs. They said, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me, only Jesus. And I've only got one life to live. I'll let every second point to him, only Jesus. And what they're saying there is that nothing matters in life except for pointing people to Jesus and being a witness of him, despite life's circumstances, whatever they may be. So all that to say, check in on me. Um, you know, I'm only a man. I fail. I fall apart. I lose hope sometimes. My strength and my resolve fades in and out, and I need help. So check in with me, I ask of you. I will always do my best to press on and keep working towards whatever the goal is at the end of this desert road. But I will get exhausted. I will be discouraged. I will feel worthless and empty. And I will need to be reminded that God shows up on desert roads. Just look at Saul. God met him on a desert road and turned him into Paul. And amazing things happened through him. The world was truly changed because he let God use him and they met on that desert road. So in this new year, I will bring you with me on this desert road, if you'll come with me, so that neither of us are alone as we journey together. My desert road might be different than yours, but I will gladly walk with you on yours and be whatever encouragement I can to you. So each month, I will walk with you and talk with you as we journey through this desert road of life together, finding ways to be encouraged and brought to life through music and scripture and fellowship. We can mourn together, we can celebrate together. We can do anything and everything together so long as we are just that, together. Finally, I would like to leave a few song lyrics for the new year. I truly believe they will help as we walk on this desert road of life together. One of the earliest known versions of this song comes from a Baptist minister named Jacob Knapp in 1845. And by the mid-19th century, the song was popularized and has continued to endure with its simple message of hope and truth. Many have covered it over the years, but the message remains the same through all of time. 
the lyrics are repeated multiple times and they simply say, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. When I am alone, give me Jesus. When I come to die, give me Jesus. You can have all this world, but give me Jesus. So let that be our prayer in this new year. No matter what the world throws at us, no matter how good or bad things get, give me Jesus. Thank you for joining us today on the Scripture Thought blog and podcast. Join us next time as we continue to dive into our lives through Scripture and music.